Hi, and welcome to Pass the Golden Popcorn, an MTV Movie Award podcast where we look at the numerous films nominated for MTV Movie Awards in various categories and try and figure out who really should have won. I'm Kenny Sage, a foremost movie expert. And I'm Ben Gregg, a foremost kissing expert. And joining us today, uh, maybe the biggest fan of our show in that he's the one person I know who's actually listened to it and has told me about that he listens to it, uh, is science oven expert Shane Cannon. How are you doing today, Shane? Hi. Hi, everyone. Uh, I'm good. Uh, feeling fine. Uh, so I'm assuming you brought me on the show to, you know, talk about science ovens and what you should and should not put in them, right? That's what we're... Yeah. Yeah, we're taking a right? bit of a bit of a curveball this episode. I I think we're okay. I think the kids call it jumping the shark, which is when you do a really cool thing in your show, like jumping. That's a good because I didn't do any prep. Uh, <laughs> I just figured I I walk in here with my knowledge uh, of what you should and should not put in science ovens, and I wouldn't have to do anything else. <laughs> yeah, you were not the first person I booked on this show, and I did not book you months ago. This was like released last m- minute, um, but. Yeah, uh, so there's nothing I would have had to watch for prep, and, you know, since there's nothing, just, uh, oh man, I don't know what I'm saying, edit this out. <laughs> no, keep it in, yeah, you didn't, you definitely didn't ask me when you should get a trial to stuff to watch movies for this week, um, but that we today we're talking about Best Kiss 2014, and, uh, Shane, as I asked all my guests, um, what this kissing, I guess in this case, in the movies... But I, I mean, considering that you're kind of, you're an adult, but you're also our youngest guest. So yeah, what does yes. kissing mean to you in whatever sense of the? Uh, kissing is the thing that people do sometimes. Perfect. Uh, that's answer. as far as it goes. It happens in movies. Yeah, that's the most scientifically accurate answer I think we've ever gotten. Uh, right. It's a way to show passion and or sexual intimacy without showing sex. Which was very convenient during the era of the Hayes Code. When, like, you know, like, stuff like that was totally prohibited. The best you could really get was an on-screen kiss, which kind of, you know, led to some of the importance that we give to kissing in Hollywood films. Suggestively panning towards, like, a window or something. Yeah, or a train going through a tunnel. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. You were lucky if you had a shot of a bedroom with more than, with only one bed in it. Like, ooh. Exactly. Scandalous. A stark contrast to a stark contrast to the movies this year, which were like decidedly way more raunchy than you. Very horny. Uh, incredibly horny. Like all of these, all of these at least had like one scene. Yeah, this is the horniest. That had, like year. a lot of like. <laughs> yes. Yeah, hundred percent. Like, oh man, but. I don't know if I want to bring this up as soon as possible because Kenny sent me a video the other night. Other night, um, I don't know, Shane, if you saw it as well. Yeah, is it uh, the, the video segment? of the uh, speech before the nominations? <laughs> yeah. So for context, um, I think it's uh, if I'm getting it right, the three people: it's Seth Rogen, is it James Franco, and Zach? Uh, Dave I think Franco. Dave Franco. It is the stars of then upcoming film. Or maybe it was out already, but Neighbors, which we'll talk about oh, a lot oh. more next year. Um. Yeah. But yeah, um, they essentially are like, hey, like, oh, we're doing the kissing one. Who doesn't love kissing? 
if you have a golden ticket under your seat, you get to come up and kiss us. Ooh. And like two ladies have just like uh have have Franco two and Zach Efron's um thing and then is it actually Seth Rogen? It was not mom, actually his mom. A... Okay. Yes, I believe it's an actress. <laughs> Somebody that is proclaimed to be Seth Rogen's mom holds up a big golden ticket with Seth Rogen's name on it. It's really funny. And then bit. all three of them proceed to make out. It's really good. It's I I implore everyone to go and watch it. Yeah. Um. I'll I'll link it if you can with, find uh, it. Exactly. I'll 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 retweet this episode's like tweet from the main account with the link to it. Absolutely. Yeah, with hiphopvideo.com dot com or whatever. I eventually found found it. Uh, it was a world star, world star yeah. hip hop. Yeah, <laughs> Seth Rogen yeah. makes out with mom. Just <laughs> <laughs> it that title delivers. I would say. Yeah. Without a doubt. Oh, but yeah, that that to me. Um, that was a very, I'm very glad, Kenny, you shared that with us. That was a very, very notable thing about this well, year. Well, now hold on. Uh, actually, back in August, uh, when I was not doing prep for this, because I, I went into this without any prep, as we discussed, uh, I did find an article about the clip, and I sent it to Kenny. Uh, I didn't find the clip itself, because yeah. you know MTV Movie Awards stuff is hard to find. But Yeah, he found the official uh, MTV thing, and he sent it to me, and I'm like, oh, wow, thanks for this. And then I promptly forgot about it, because I was so busy in August. And then I sent him, like, <laughs> initially it was a news video, he's like, I already sent you this. I'm like, huh? And then he had receipts, I'm like, oh, yeah. So, but he, but I, but well, I did find the video. It was it was a joint effort. Yeah. I, I appreciate the both of you. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the 2014 MTV Movie Awards were held on April. It it it's this this weird thing where they just start doing them in a- April more. But it was hosted by late night personality Conan O'Brien. Um, this one I couldn't find, but I remember his. His, like, intro video for it, he got so many people to just make cameo appearances. Like, the joke was, he's like, I'm gonna have the most cameos ever. So he'd, so he'd just run in different rooms. He'd, look, he'd call to somebody, he's like, hey, Jessica, Jessica. And Jessica Alba would look at him and be like, Jessica Alba, number five, or something like that. Just... Good bit. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's kind of funny that, like, Conan at this... Uh, like, I mean... He very funny guy, very funny late night guy. But at this point, kind of past the time when you would expect him to host the MTV Movie Awards, like, like this is well into his yeah, TBS well. era. <laughs> yeah. But he got the entire cast of The Big Bang Theory and yeah, and Charles Barkley and Jack Nicholson. So, oh. yeah, I, oh, I did wow. think it was weird when halfway through the show, Jay Leno walked on stage and pushed Conan off. <laughs> I mean, look, it was before Jay Leno had a recurring role on Last Man Standing, a show that I've seen so much of for some reason, but... So you're <laughs> implying that since he hadn't, hadn't he, he had an uh, outlet to prove he was the last man standing yet, he had to push Conan off the stage <laughs> to show that he was the last man standing on that exactly. stage? <laughs> yeah, so, something like that. Um, oh, okay, good, good. Yeah, best movie this year was The Hunger Games Catching Fire. So, yeah. Huh, let's... 
You think it would be in like 2013? Because I remember those films came. Oh no! Oh no! Because they switched to a fall schedule, right? Yes, I'm remember. Yeah. Yeah. It. Yeah. But yeah. Catching Fire, beating out Twelve Years a Slave, American yeah, Hustle. Take that, Twelve Years a Slave. Like, okay, I like the Hunger Games movies, but this is definitely something where you're like, okay, yeah, this is the MTV crowd coming up to play. Um, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, Hunger Games, Catching Fire. Yeah, American Hustle and Wolf of Wall Street all getting eight nominations. Still, still not close to Speed's nine nominations, but nothing can touch it. Yeah, yeah eight just seems to be the cap. Um, We're the Miller got six nominations. Hey, <laughs> pretty impressive for a film that Ben you had never heard of before you watched it. I had never heard of it before. Was it like a huge hit? <laughs> I knew, I knew the meme. I knew like the the you guys are getting paid meme. I just didn't know where that, where that was from. Yeah, you had you made know, a you no you had made a you're getting paid <laughs> meme after I sent you a photo of Will Poulter in that movie from that scene. Will Poulter's in a lot of things. He could have been from anything. <laughs> um. uh, yeah, but yeah, I think I was talking to Kenny um yeah a little while ago this is like a pretty unique year and that like i i know so little about all of these movies going in like usually like last year like i i've watched ted i knew about django um and like next year like i've seen the interview i know about the fault in our stars but like every single movie on this list was like a completely new like experience for me that i had no prior knowledge of anything going into any of them yeah, and that's interesting to me because this is definitely around the time where, I mean, I didn't get super like super into movies despite being a movie expert. Like, I think I wasn't watching at least one a day until getting into like la- last year, kind of twenty nineteen ish. But it was definitely at a point where I was aware enough that I had an awareness of most of these films, except except for the spectacular now and. I always just kind of knew that as, oh yeah, this was like Miles Teller's first like big thing that he got attention to, but American Hustle, pretty big Oscar player, um, and Spring Breakers was notable for a, f- a few re- reasons, and Don, Don, Don John was just, oh man, isn't it weird that Joseph Gordon-Levitt is directing a movie and this is what it's about? And <laughs> and he yeah. nails it. Yeah, and we're the Millers, which is heavily advertised, like in so many things. It's... I it's it's one of the I always I got always get it really confused with um like vacation movie or what it's called vacation I think yeah with uh with oh he's in he's in we're the Millers Ed Helms. what's his name uh, he Ed played... Helms we're also gonna t- yeah yeah that... we're also talking about vacation in a couple years. <laughs> Oh, we are. Oh, you are. Yeah, it caught. Oh. It's in twenty sixteen. <laughs> I always get this and that movie confused. Um, from what I remember, I I think I like this one more than Vacation. Oh, uh, but maybe I maybe I did watch Vacation again. I haven't watched Vacation in a while. Yeah, I've never seen Vacation, but yeah, this is kind of a thing, and we'll get to more more to it next year when both like the Interview and Neighbors are like nominated, and then. But the, but this is kind of like a period in the 2010s where for, yeah, I guess from starting with like Ted last year and going on where there's at least one kind of like raun- raunchy R-rated comedy like put up, put up each year, like 20, yeah, like, again, this year is like We're the Millers, though, 
Actually, I don't know if Weird the Millers had the full R. I would assume it did, considering yeah. how how much dick is in it. But like, the... <laughs> <laughs> uh, Will Poulter's Spider Balls. Yeah. Well, like 2016's oh, geez, like yeah. Deadpool and Vacation, and then 2017's Mike and Dave needs wedding dates, and then after that La it's La like La TV yeah. and Netflix stuff largely. But uh, I have a question. So, you know, sometimes after how production wraps, you know, uh, people will get to bring, like, props and, you know, pieces of costumes home. Do you think anyone has Will Poulter's uh, prosthetic testicles just in their house? I would hope if anyone had it, it would be him, but... <laughs> yeah, I don't know if Will gets claim to that. Maybe he wouldn't want it, though. Maybe maybe, yeah. maybe, it's... maybe Jason I... took it. Just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what if Jason's take is... <laughs> Maybe he has to the Will Poulter's lasso. testicles above the mantle. Yeah. Maybe. Uh. God. Um, but yeah, since we're getting close to talking about this stuff anyways, might as well get in into, into movie talk. So, for 2014, Best Kiss, the nominees are Ashley Benson, James Franco, and Vanessa Hudgens, Spring Breakers. Jennifer Lawrence and Amy Adams, American Hustle. Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Scarlett Johansson, Don John. Shailene Woodley and Miles Teller, The Spectacular Now. And the winner, Emma Roberts, Jennifer Aniston, and Will Poulter. We're the Millers. So yeah, it's... The gag penis is really funny. Like, yeah. It's, <laughs> yes. We're the Millers. It's a really, really good um, comedy. Uh, I like. I think I wrote down a couple examples because there's like something very specific that like I, I noticed sort of early on is that like, a lot of jokes are written like very nice and they're written very complete. I I think. Um, I think like early on there's like the joke about like the uh, they're at like the strip club and there's the guy with like hook hands, <laughs> and like that's already pretty funny. But then the joke ends with like. She's like, how did he get in? And he's like, I don't know, maybe he picked the lock. And like, and then it like it's a nice, it's a nice ending to that joke. And I think the movie, this movie does that a couple times, where like a lot of movies like just tell one joke and then let it just kind of move on. And I, I really appreciate that about this movie. Yeah, this is a film I enjoyed. It's one where I'll say compared to like other com comedies of this era that I like more, it's uh, I'll say it's one where I'm like, oh yeah, this is fine. It had some good jokes in it. There's a couple story fixes, I think. Or stuff uh, that maybe would have made this better for me. For example, Jennifer Aniston and Emma Roberts' characters are, I mean, though not completely interchangeable, but there's definitely points where I think Emma Roberts maybe could have been more of a chaos element in the movie. Yes. You know, they're, they're the girls. Yeah. They're kind of like the more reasonable ones most of the time. Like, yeah. Like, I think Jennifer Aniston got like a decent amount. Um, Definitely could use more. But yeah, Emma Roberts definitely yeah. like could have had more to do. And I think you're right. Could have been way more of like a chaos element. This is Jennifer Aniston, someone often wasted in like com in like comedy movies like these gets like, it does get a decent amount to do here. Like she gets the fun, like kind of set PC thing. Oh yeah, that was another thing. I I kind of wish it was just a bit more of a road movie rather than, oh, they go to, like, one location and then spend the most of the time in just this other location. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. like, one more wacky set piece or something. Yeah, exactly. Just one more one more thing going on, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, admittedly, uh, I'm not really someone who watches a lot of, you know, big, like, 
you know, Hollywood comedies like this. Uh, I'm someone who, like, figured out what I like in terms of movies, and I mostly just stick to that specific niche when I can. I, I need to get better at, like, you know, spreading out a bit more, watching other stuff, but... So this is really one of the only movies like this I've watched recently. Uh, I enjoyed it. Uh, I thought it was good. Uh, I don't have much more to say yet, uh, but if other people start talking, I can build off of that. Yeah, like it's... I'm glad, I'm glad you like this. This is definitely something, because I know you don't watch a lot of films like this, where I'm like, man, well, Shane, like, we're the Millers? And then you did, so that was good. Um, Will Poulter's character being named Kenny was something where I'm like, oh, wow, if I was... If I was like going to high school during this film, I'm sure I would have heard something about that. Like, also, yeah. <laughs> did you guys know Will Poulter is British? Yes, I could have guessed. Uh, I found that out while doing research. <laughs> yes, I did. Yeah, his and uh, his acceptance speech where he's the only one to accept, but then the joke is like he's talking about, oh yeah, I'm dating Jennifer Aniston and Emma Roberts. It's going really well, and then Jennifer Aniston starts like. <laughs> texting him and just like insulting him and he's just reading it out loud he's like oh he's like oh she's such a kidder and she's like you're such a little douche i didn't come because i didn't want to spend more time with you where i wasn't getting paid for it like it was and it's, <laughs> oh, that's, a, that's a really good bit. yeah yeah it's really fun oh but yeah yeah no i uh i think he's like my, i think he's like one of my favorite characters in this movie he's like a really good um like sounding board for the other characters that i feel like a lot of movies like this sort of they never they 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 usually don't have a character like that like a not less of like a straight man and more just like a pretty like innocent character just to sort of throw some jokes off of yeah like i'll say we we talked already about the you guys are getting paid beam but and I was surprised how funny that joke is in context of the film, because it makes sense as a character thing where, of course, he's the one who never thought to ask for money. He's just like, yeah, I'll go no, with you. He's, like, just, he's just happy to go along with it, absolutely. Um, yeah, no. Um, what did What is your guys' thoughts on the, the nominated and one kiss versus like the ending kiss with like the, the ending one is better i have this in yeah, my notes yeah, the ending one's I, way I, better that's the end of my that's the okay. end of my notes too the like, ending one is better but i'll say the nominated one is really funny like it's oh, i yeah, was laughing one, oh yeah it's good yeah it's a good bit where like <laughs> where like they all they all get caught and it comes after or comes before like another pretty funny scene like it is just like a like very very well executed you know comedy three way kiss and it's it works on like like pretty much every level it's like pretty funny and then you have like the exposed because of like the like the person walking in on them. I, I think um, we're getting a bit ahead of ourselves. We should probably explain what the movie is for people who haven't seen it or heard of it. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's um it's yeah it's sort of just a like it's just like a quote unquote like uh like what is it i guess rving movie not really we kind of talked about that before too but it's just like a comedy about just like a ragtag group of like strangers that come together and become like some sort of quasi family yeah it's a subversion of like the kind of like you compare it to vacation it's a subversion of that kind of family road trip thing where the premise is jason sudaikis is a kind of scummy but not really drug dealer it's i'll admit he 
Jason Sudeikis is someone who he's given a lot of good like asshole performances and now having watched two seasons of Ted Lasso it's hard for me to take him seriously uh, at least in this film like I'm sure something like Colossal I might still be able to like buy into it but this one I'm like oh come on I know you're a nice guy you're Ted Lasso hey but (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. yeah also um uh Catherine uh, Han, yeah, and and Nick Offerman do an amazing job as their two side characters. Yeah, yeah they're great. Um, that was a nice I thing because really it has to be right before Nick Offerman gets locked into just doing his Parks and Rec character all the time, where he's just like the tough guy, and here he gets to be the guy who like has been out of yeah. the field for a bit, <laughs> and he's kind of a square, like, and, and Catherine Han's a giant mug. Yeah, and, that mug is so good. <laughs> it's so it's such a good. No, like that's that's absolutely incredible. Yeah. Um, and Ka- I really like how they they kind of dropped the fake baby bit pretty early on, right when I was getting kind of tired of it. <laughs> yeah, um, I, that's like a small thing. I, it's one of those things where I feel like in a lesser movie that would have carried on right to the end, but it, it ends in such a hilarious scene, um, <laughs> where essentially the joke is that like um, they're they're sorry. A, an explanation of both this plot and this joke is that they're smuggling weed across the border and pretending um, to be a family. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And like a bunch of it like falls down while they're at like a red light across from like um Kathan, uh Catherine Han and Nick Offerman. And it like it falls onto like uh, Jennifer Aniston's lap in like a brag so they have to pretend it's like a baby. And then <laughs> uh, Catherine Ann's character really wants to see it and then it gets to like a point where like Jennifer Aniston ends up just like hucking it into the road and it gets run over <laughs> and everyone everyone's horrified <laughs> but then they have to play but then Emma uh, Emma Roberts character sort of comes up and like they sort of play it off like it was it was a fake baby the whole time for just like a school project yeah <laughs> but, but Catherine Ann's character is just completely like like petrified yeah it's a really funny performance as someone who's just like buttoned up and like repressed in ways that i'm worried that now that Catherine Hahn has like been agatha all along it's the like this is the kind of role i'm afraid she'll never get to do again because she'll be locked into like just the feisty like feisty always one step ahead persona but you know maybe i'm wrong because like she is really funny here and that's just a good bit of acting from her um yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, something else I might go to the premise is I had always assumed that, or maybe, like, it's just on the trailer, because, like, you know, the, with the setup of, oh, they're not a real family, they're faking it, I always assumed it was more, that all the characters were a bit more, like, scummier, when they're really not that bad. I think that's one of my things, is they're, when it gets to the, like, obligatory, well, now everyone has to have a big fight thing, a lot of it comes because they find out that he, Jason Sudeikis has been lying about how much money he's getting paid as compared to how much they're getting paid. And by the time they're arguing about that, it's like, I don't know, it's like, the, they have, none of these characters have seemed that invested in the money for a while. Where like... Yeah, it, it yeah. seems like there, there maybe should have been like something else there to like drive a wedge between them. Yeah, that's why I was saying that... It feels a tad contrived. That's why I was saying maybe you need more of, like, a chaos element or, like, Emma Roberts is maybe, like, working against them. Like, you need need something something for... That's not just, oh, he's mad because they have to, like, 
because they might miss their deadline because Kenny got bitten by like a spider on the yeah on like the testicles or whatever. Just which again, um, and again, gotta give this movie props for you know not just doing boobs for having multiple shots of like yeah this this really fake really deformed looking penis that's really funny um, uh. yeah exactly we got we got penis number two on this list right after Django. yeah hmm. yeah fine i have not seen Django. did not know there was a penis in it uh making sure it's on my watch list now <laughs> <laughs> that's that's great to hear um Oh, Ben, you might not have known this, the director of this film, Rawson Marshall Thurber, who actually does, has a new new movie on Netflix this week, but he's the director of Skyscraper, a film we were both briefly enamored by. Oh, Skyscraper. You were? Oh. We had a it's really amazing. stressful week at the camp we worked at, <laughs> and the only, and we and we had built in, we were like, yeah, let's see Skyscraper, and by the time we got to it, it there was so much in it as like a stress reliever that we're both like, yeah, this is it. This did it. Like the, um, oh, that makes sense. It's amazing. Yeah, it, uh, I haven't seen it, has, it in full. It has like a House of Mirrors type scene. It's so good. Yeah, it's also one of our oh. favorite stories where we were watching the trailer to like something, and Mark Wahlberg came in with a gun, and Ben and I both turned to each other in unison and said, "Daddy's home free." <laughs> <laughs> Which was a really uh, special thing to happen between us. Like, and... <laughs> yeah, but yeah, he also oh, did man. Central Intelligence with The Rock and Kevin Hart and Dodgeball, a true underdog story. Oh wow! Yeah, it's awesome. No, it's it's it makes sense. These are all those are all kind of in the sameish vein. Mm-hmm. Um, have you ever seen Central Intelligence? I have not. Um, I'll I'll give it to the, that movie. Um, it probably has like, like I think when you make like a like a kind of like twist character, um, I think it, you sort of fall into two camps where it's like it's fairly obvious that it's like like a twist twist where they're actually not like a bad guy; they're actually a good guy. It's like a du- double twist in Central Intelligence. I'm, like, not sure about it for the entire movie, just because of, like, the way, like, characters act. Well, it's good to know Um, there's a twist character for this film. (laughs) I think you find out early on. I think you you are questioning things early on. Yeah. I don't have much else to say about uh, We Are the Millers. It's a really funny, really good movie. Yeah, I'll say Ed, Ed Helms is someone who... I think this is a good use of him where, like, he's playing, like, a jerk and you don't have to care about him. Like, it's... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. As I mentioned earlier, I don't watch stuff like this a lot. Uh, I liked it, though. I didn't, like, love it, but it was fine. It was good. It was a fun time. I, I laughed a lot. Yeah. Uh, that's my review. Yeah. A barrel of laughs. So now we'll move on to a movie that was also a barrel of laughs. Spring Breakers. <laughs> spring break i man some so the first thing i'm going to get out of the way is that this movie starts with um i think it's skrillex's scary monsters and nice uh sprites and it finishes 
with like a classical rendition of that song called <laughs> Scary Monsters on Strings. Um, <laughs> it's amazing. Like there's that, I, 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 there's like that, hopefully it, hopefully this doesn't get us in trouble, but I'm going to, pl- in post, I'm going to add the clip right now and you'll all recognize it. And then I'm going to add the, uh, the strings version, which sounds beautiful. <laughs> I, I couldn't think of a more appropriate way to end end a movie like this. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, when you were talking about how the movie uh, starts, I thought you were going to talk about how it immediately hits you right in the face with horniness. This, this is, as we mentioned, oh, yeah. this is a, a slate of horny yeah. movies. This is like, arguably the horniest one. It, this this was like... It's man, spring it break. So... What did you expect? Yeah, it was so spring great. break. We got we got one penis with Django, and like the industry just had to overcorrect. You know, that's what this feels like. Spooks, 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 spooks. The entire first thirty minutes is just that. It's just like, and I don't I don't know if you but either of you got this feeling. Did the whole movie just kind of feel like a trailer? Not in its like content, no. but just in the way that it's shot. I mean, it's that's, it's definitely that's interesting. There's a lot of montages. Um, it's that, I guess maybe that's yeah. what I'm thinking of. Yeah, more so. A lot of stylistic choices by uh, director Harmony Korine. Um, yeah, this was a film that I've long been yeah. fascinated with it because I remember when it came out. Well, first there was a thing where they were like, "Wow, Vanessa Hudgens and Selena Gomez shedding their like Disney Channel roots." Like, you, you know, that kind of thing that always seems to happen. Vanessa Hudgens had already been trying a bit um, ever since her adult picture scandal bef- months before High School Musical 3 came out. Uh, just The craziest promotion stunt I've ever seen. <laughs> I-, I don't know about this. What's this? Oh. Oh, it wasn't like a promotion stunt. It was literally like a few months before High School oh. Musical 3 came out. Like literally like someone leaked adult photos on her phone and... Oh, all right. People got mad because there's a sexist double standard about this thing in the like. Yeah, that's why. That's why. Like, you never well, hear when the Disney male stars go like wild or something. But, but yeah. But this was a film that I remember people were like, "Oh yeah, this is wild." And then it actually came out, and people saw it. They're like, "This is really dark and weird. What is this?" Like, oh yeah, and that. Again, like I said at the beginning of this episode, um, I like I knew nothing about any of these, so like I expected this to be like uh, to be like Project X or like like Neighbors or something. Like I wasn't expecting this like really strange movie. You weren't expecting a mediation on like nihilism, just <laughs> no. Um, James Franco, appropriately cast. Yeah. Um, Appropriate cast is the biggest scumbag in the world. (laughs) Yes. Great performance. Terrible, terrible person. (laughs) Exactly. That is, yeah, exactly. Um, We're going to, we're going to come, we're probably going to come back to that saying when I talk about uh, Louis C.K. in American Oh, we are? (laughs) (laughs) He's a bad guy, but he's. But you think that performance was good? I think he's funny. I think he's probably the funniest person to me. He's a bad guy. I also, he's a horrible thing. Look, I, I also like that um, performance there just because he, he is yeah. really good as like the big weenie who's also yeah, turns out to be completely right in his instincts to not trust them. But, um... <laughs> yeah. And the, the whole ice fishing. I will get to it when we get to it. I think it was hilarious. But 
bad. And guy, I don't hate though. the performance. I just don't like it that much. No, that's fair. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah. No. Um, I was just saying. Yeah, Franco is like really good. Yeah, really good in this as as Alien. Um, and yeah, this is a film. If you've never seen Spring Breakers, it's about four college age girls who want to go on spring break and do some crimes to, like, get the money to go, and then get caught into this cycle of partying and crime, and, um, fall, some of the, some of them, like, start to kind of, like, turn away and just leave the situation, and two of them decide not to, and just get more and more into with James Franco until they've, yeah, until Franco's dead, and they're, yeah, um, kissing his dead body, and going off into whatever yeah. it's whatever their nest adventure is yeah um yeah this would be like it it's so weird it, it very much feels like you're being like dropped into something and you're, you're 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 not really given like a lot of info and you're not really following like one person you just kind of you feel like a like a fly on the wall in every scene mm-hmm. yeah it feels really ethereal is best way i could put it i think yeah i think that yeah that 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 fits yeah it's it's like it's very like like none of it it's all like pretty grounded like nothing it's not like uh it's not like fear and loathing in las vegas with like lizard tales and stuff like that um but like it's still like very like oh what's the right word I, yeah ethereal seems like the perfect descriptor for it yeah yeah that's a good word jane good yeah ethereal um <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. This is a movie where... I've read a dictionary once. Like, the whole thing? Parts. Okay. Just... Abridged. Abridged. So this is a film... Uh, I, This director, Harmony Korine, like I've seen one other film by him, The Beach Bum, which is a film I had expected to like a lot, and then was just kind of turned off by it. So I wasn't sure how I was going to react to this, but... Yeah, I found, like... Uh, I don't know. Despite it being, like, a really dark film, I just found it, like, it's, at least, yeah, it's hard to say, like, I really enjoyed this film, because I think, like, it's not a film that you're supposed to, like, enjoy, but, like, it's a fascinating experience, like, it's... Yeah, that's, that's kind of what I think, too. Yeah. Is that, like, this uh, movie is, like, a very, like, nice thing to, like, just, you're not gonna, I don't think you're gonna get much out of it, honestly, but it's, like, it's something that... It's fun to look at and experience. You can get stuff out of it. Uh, yeah, so I was going to say my feelings on the movie. Uh, at the time when I came out of it, I wasn't really fully sure how I felt. Because like it's not really an enjoyable watch, but I do think it's good. I think it's really well directed on uh, Kareen's part. Uh, I think it has some good performances. Uh, as I said earlier, Franco's great in it. Uh, bad man. Uh, but... Yeah, it is good. I do like it. Yeah, it it's definitely one where like you do need to kind of sit sit with it for a bit and really sink it in. Um, yeah, I I really there's definitely stuff you can get get out of it. Like it's, I think it's like an interesting film of like, kind of that idea of, like I said earlier, sort of nihilism and not that kind of Rick and Morty performative thing where they're like, oh yeah, we don't care, and then it's about how stupid that is but really wow. really 
hey, I like Rick and Morty. We've... <laughs> You talked about this. While I was watching this, I'm like, man, this is what, like, the people who are like, yeah, it's a show about how, like, you don't really care about anything, and this is a film that's really about what happens (laughs) if you just stop caring and, like, just go slowly to, like, your own pleasure, and, like, the... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry, go on. And just kind of that thing of, like, I think it's interesting that, like, Selena Gomez's character who, like... Initially, you set up for you're like, oh, is she gonna be the most corrupted? And as soon as like stuff gets weird, she's like, no, no, I'm out. Like this is done, and <laughs> she just leaves. Yeah. And then Rachel yeah, Corrine's no. character also like gets a bit farther, and then eventually she's like, no, I don't like this. I'm out. And then it's just Vanessa Hudgens and Ashley Benson just keep going. Like it's yeah, I think this this movie is definitely a movie that like I'll probably watch video essays on before I watch it again. Um, hmm. It feels it's like it's one of those, it. yeah. yeah. It's it's one of those movies that it, I feel like it's probably more fun to like think about and like and like talk about than it is to like actually watch. Because like it was a good like one time experience. I don't know if I'll be watching it again though. Um, but it's really I, for what it is though. I really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, James Franco's character is super duper fun. Um, Look at this shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What did what did we all think of the the kiss? Kisses. Um, yeah, it's, we we all agree that it's the hot tub tub thing and not them kissing his dead body, right? Like it's. I kind of I kind of want it to be the dead body one. Wait, is it is it not when he starts sucking like the penis guns? It could be that one. It could be that one too, right? Like, That's the one I thought it was. That's the one that I, I definitely thought yeah, it was. The only one I know for sure this year is Don John because one of the news videos I found about the Rogan thing showed the movie theater kiss from Don John. But like the okay, go, I'm glad that I got that one right. But um, yeah, it could be the penis I, I... gun one, but yeah. And they're all on pretty equal standing. It's a for me. yeah. It doesn't really. Yeah. I'll say this is a good movie. Is <laughs> it's it's another one it's, this is the first one in a while where I'm like oh wait I get why they nominated it like big big names like Franco Hudgens like Benson Pretty Little Liars Fever has like struck the nation at this point but like why did they nominate this for best kiss it's just yeah um yeah I yeah it's a really strange movie I wish it had I wish it had less uh less like scenes that were just like spring break partying and more like um like archie and like him and uh him and aliens like rivalry um that stuff was super cool yeah gucci main <laughs> yeah exactly i just uh, yeah i feel like it honestly it's not a huge deal and like it could have been way worse but i feel like about halfway through the movie i kind of was like okay i've i've seen like the the people partying b-roll like 10 times now i'm kind of good um i don't think you got it you have to see it the number like 10 times for it to really sink in yeah you know maybe maybe without it i would have completely forgotten they were even on spring break oh yeah also this is officially the first mt the first a24 film nominated i know we were talking a couple weeks ago i'm like yeah i think that's moonlight but it's actually this one and then the spectacular now so yeah that's something i noticed too they're both a24 yeah what else to say um, about this? I've never got yeah, Skrillex. Really... I've seen every episode of Pretty Little Liars. Um... <laughs> uh, what? Let me check my notes. Yeah. No, of course. Um, uh, yeah, my so... one note is horny. Never mind. 
No, no wonder it premiered at the 69th Venice International Film Festival. Oh, Ayo! <laughs> wow. Nice. Now, um, so wait, are we are we going with the pool kiss or the gun penis kiss? Um, if you want to go with the gun penis kiss, we can go with that one. It's it doesn't yeah. make much difference. To yeah, me. it's yeah. No, that's yeah. For a little a little bit of context, there's like a scene where I think it's um, it's it's uh, what is it? It's Vanessa Hudgens and James Franco and uh, um, uh, Ashley, Ashley Benson. Benson. Yeah, um, and like they're they're sort of just all just going crazy in their room, and like James Franco is showing them all the guns, and then they both like grab two silenced pistols and said, "What if we just shot you right now?" Like, what if we were just tricking you this entire time? And then James Franco just starts sucking on the pistols like they're penises. That moment um, before you start sucking on it is terrifying. <laughs> and then it they is just so start, tense. Yeah, and then they all just start kissing after that. Yeah. It's definitely... It is probably unironically the most memorable scene from the movie for me. I, I do also really like the yeah. ending. Oh, the ending's also pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I like how... Because the... Yeah, so the ending, like, they, they go to confront this big arch, and then there's also a scene, I believe it's a flash forward, where both of them are, like, calling home, and they're saying, oh, they'll work harder and become better people, people or whatever, but it's a scene where they go to get big arch, but then James Franco gets killed so quick in, like, the big finale scene. Like... Yeah, that's really good. It's just like, like immediately, like shot. <laughs> yeah, it's and they just, just it's... keep going and yeah, mow yeah. everyone down. This like insane act of violence. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't really mean anything. And then there's a voiceover about how they discovered who they truly are, and it's yeah, <laughs> how beautiful the beach is as they are like killing everyone. Um. <laughs> oh. Yeah. yeah, all in all, uh, like, good experience. Definitely give it, like, one watch through, you know? Yeah. I'll say, Shane, Shane when you were like, oh, yeah, I picked this year because it's the weirdest one, which was, yeah, something like way back when, there was a point where I'm like, is it the weirdest one? But watching this film, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is a wild year, especially yeah. for 2014. Like, if if this slate of movies was in the 90s or something, we'd be like, oh, yeah, they're still figuring stuff out. But at this point, it's like, wow, like... They were really, I were just banking on, you know, people having Franco fever, or they were like, no, we can appeal to adults too. Like the the teens, teens will love this. Like who doesn't love crime? <laughs> exactly. But yeah, I don't have much else to say about the the breakers of spring. Yeah. Speaking Shall of we move on. Speaking of crime, American hey, Hustle. In the hustle. Shane, you did not like this movie. I know. No, I did not. Also, oh. I forgot to mention this, uh, but there is a uh, "Every Day I'm Hustling" needle drop in "Where the Millers." Oh yeah. Oh, that I'm not uh, even shocked. So the first, like, shout out to "Every Day I'm Hustling." The first minute of the movie is just like I don't know if they were old memes at the time. I don't know. If maybe maybe we're just old now. They felt outdated even when the movie came out. Just like the double rainbow. Yeah, the stuff. whole opening stretch of the movie, I was thinking, okay, is this going to be the single most, like, dated movie of all time? <laughs> Luckily, like, in terms of the exist. references, not in yeah. terms of, you know, yeah. sensibilities. You, you did not like American Hustle. Oh, 
No, it's a bad movie. It's a bad <laughs> film. What a, what about it makes it bad? Uh, I didn't like most of the performances. Uh, whenever I see someone talking about uh, what they like, they always uh, say they like the ending. I think the ending was nothing. Uh, yeah, I specifically am like, the ending's good. You're like, the ending was nothing. I'm like, well, um, we're not recording oh, yet. It's just... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the ending. Oh. Uh, I haven't seen much Scorsese, but this is definitely just Scorsese pastiche, and it doesn't even feel like well done Scorsese pastiche. Yeah. I definitely. Kenny, well, I guess, Kenny, what did you think of this movie? Um, yeah, this one, I'll say. This is a film, I've seen it a couple times. It. There's a long stretch in the middle where I'm kind of out on it, and then the ending does definitely bring me back in on it. Like, of the two of the two yeah. films by David O. Russell, Bad Person, that we've, like, covered on, I'll say Silver Linings Playbook is better. I think Lawrence is... I mean, she's not as good in this one, though. I think she's fine. Bradley Cooper, I'll say, though, is giving a really good performance, I think, is the FBI yeah. agent scumbag in this one. <laughs> like the... Yeah. He's no, I, fine. And this I might think, be the yeah, most I've liked know. Jeremy Renner in something that isn't like the town, yeah. which was his big breakout. But oh, you don't like him in Tag? Oh, right, he is pretty okay. He's he's good in Tag. Enough for a <laughs> okay, movie we good. saw. You don't to... like him when he's singing yeah. about Jeep Cherokees? <laughs> I don't know that reference. Just. Or maybe I do. It's... I barely know it, but yeah. I've heard it referred to where he uh, recorded several songs for uh, Jeep about Cherokee. Huh. Uh, I'm not sure why I'm referencing it, because I I don't have much basis for what it's really referring to, but that's my idea wow. of it. Ta- tag, another film Ben and I I was hoping you would get together. the joke and we wouldn't have to go much more into it. <laughs> ben, remember when we saw a tag and that guy to... ripped the ticket with one hand? Oh my gosh, how could I forget? That was so... It made me double take, because I didn't even notice it. I had I had the ticket in my hand, I took five steps, and then I, oh, I like didn't notice. Yeah, like, uh, you came in the theater, you're like, like, did that guy do that with one hand? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> exactly. It was, it was like, uh, it's like in an anime, when a guy takes like a, like the sword, does like the click, and I, I look around for a second, and I realized I've been cut in half. That's what that felt like. Shane, this guy took the movie ticket and he folded his hand like he just closed it. Then he opened his hand and it was ripped. It was incredible. It was was a magic trick. It was just all it was. (laughs) And you're still talking about it to this very day. It's half of the reason I think Tag is a good movie. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. Yeah, this movie... Yeah, it's... Yeah, no, I think I'm probably somewhere in the middle between you two. Um, cause like there's definitely is like a huge chunk in the middle where I'm just kind of like not super engaged. I'm really bored. Um, I think it starts to come. I, I really like Robert De Niro's character. He's like, he seems like a really like decent, like threatening thing to like add a lot of like tension, like when it was starting to wane a lot, but like you just never see him after his scene. He wasn't even credited he, in the movie. He's just yeah, it was yeah, so, it was like supposed to be a big surprise thing. Yeah, it was supposed to be like it's like a cameo, but like it would have been better if he was a character because I feel like a lot of the movie is just like I don't know, I don't know. I'm trying to think of like this movie is like way too long and it's way too like it's got way too much stuff in it. Yeah, that isn't very good. 
you know? Yeah. It's a con yes. artist movie where I barely understand what, like, scam is supposed to be half the time. Where it's... Yeah. Well, exactly. they have to get one over on these guys. It has to be the best they've ever done. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. They have, you know, they have to get the politicians, but also some of the politicians, but by making them take the money, that's the real scam, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I'll say this isn't the worst film Amy Adams has been in in an attempt to win an Oscar. Um, uh, what are you referring to? What for? Yeah, for like what bad Amy Adams Oscar projects? Um, I- I'm bad with names mostly. I forget what a- oh, Amy Adams is in. Oh, she's yeah, yeah. But you you know the actress Amy Adams, um. I guess some people like Vice, where she's Lynn Chaney in it. Oh. Uh, her most okay. notable one is, what was like that poverty movie last year? Hillbilly Elegy. Oh, yeah, she was in that, wasn't she? Yeah. She also has a supporting okay. role in Dear Heaven Hansen. Maybe that's her, like, she's an actress I like a lot. Like, she has appeared in a lot of films I don't like very much. Um, yeah. Yeah, th- yeah, this movie definitely needs to like need to cut some of the fat. I don't know what it is about people that make like movies professionally that get to like a certain high status that they just they can't be happy with like a ninety minute runtime. They gotta they gotta eat two of my lunch breaks instead of one, you know? Um Look at this guy getting two lunch breaks. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Exactly. Yeah, no. Hobbit um, schedule over here. It's capitalism <laughs> in action. Just exactly. <laughs> doesn't even make sense, but it's... it's the name of the episode. Capitalism in action with Jane Cannon. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I I think the Louis C.K. bits were super duper funny. Bad guy, like we said, uh, but like the. <laughs> The, the fact that um, Bradley Cooper keeps on, like, finishing his ice fishing stories before he can, and then he just, uh, he gets really disheartened and he doesn't want to finish. <laughs> and there's, like, a scene where, like, Bradley Cooper's like, your brother went on the ice and he died, and that that's why you don't want to finish the story. And he's like, no, he died about something, he died from something completely unrelated five years later. Leave me alone. <laughs> it's, it's so funny. Like, yeah. I, yeah, it is... He is he is my problematic fave. Look, um, <laughs> look. And while we're talking about performances that we like, uh, there's one I want to shout out. So in the scene where uh, Bradley Cooper and Amy Adams are in the bathroom stall, uh, talking about uh, their relationship and how they want to make it real, uh, there is a woman who badly uh, wants them to get out of the stall, and I have. Her, uh, dialogue written here. I'll try to emulate the performance. Uh, let me just pull up my notes. Oh, look who's the <clears> actor. <throat> Are you gonna fuck for real or get out of the stall for real? <laughs> she bangs on the door. <laughs> fuck me, I gotta piss. <laughs> Uncanny. Oh, it's like I'm watching a movie again. <laughs> Someone, someone's aiming for fan favorite guest. <laughs> that might be the single funniest thing in any of these movies. Oh. <laughs> Those line readings. 
No, that's amazing. But yeah. Um, what did we all think of the kiss? Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of so, there and gone, honestly. It doesn't really have any reason to be there, which in most cases isn't bad, but it truly isn't like... It's put in there for shock value, right? Yeah, exactly. It has no plot relevance, and it also has, like, it has no presentation at all. Like, and if it's... it has any point, it's like, ooh, wow, this lady's crazy. But, like, other than that, uh, God. Yeah. Oh my god, she kissed another woman. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, that's, listen, whoever made this movie clearly hasn't, didn't do all the homework we've done in watching every kiss for, since 1992. You know, we've been there, we've seen that. You know. Yeah. You're this not going to catch a surprise anymore. kiss on us. You're not wild things. You're not going <laughs> to surprise us. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'll say, I do think Jennifer Lawrence's character is interesting as kind of someone who, you know, she's the put-upon, where she is kind of the put-upon wife, but she's also, like, a wild card element, and then she like bails yeah. them out, and she really just like, oh, make me part of this, and like you are kind of, it is one of those things where you're rooting for them to like break up and to like both wind up in like a happier situation, which is what it kind of yeah, yeah it does, and then yeah, and uh, I, yeah, I'll say I think Bale's good in it, like him and Renner, like I do think they do a good job in. Like, showing how, like, when, like, Jeremy Renner does, like, a good job, like, showing that, you know, this guy, he's committing a crime based on necessarily a bad person, and, like, watching him just be, like, genuinely, like, heartbroken when he finds out the scam that's going on and he's gonna go to prison, I think is re really good. Yeah. Like, it's... Yeah, that's good. Yeah. yeah. I think, yeah, I think the thing that, I think what would have helped this movie is that, like, you make the scam way simpler and like you you trim a good chunk of the middle yeah. by doing that too because i feel like a lot of the problems come from like it gets so convoluted it just like it becomes a little less fun you yeah know? and like, like it's think, based on a true yeah. story but like they didn't even use yeah. the real names you didn't have to base it on a true story just make up your own scam like the... exactly you can't plagiarize from real people and real things that happen yeah, Jeremy Renner's not even playing a real mayor. Like, it's based on exactly. Angelo Hiracetti. <laughs> oh, but I'm, uh, I have not much else to say about American Hustle. Well, let's just talk about the ending real quick. Oh, yeah, of course. Because that seems to be a big source of disagreement. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you, you say you say it's nothing. Well, what do, what uh, do you mean by that? Well, Kenny, uh, you go first. Say what you like about it. Yeah, so... Oh yeah, for people who who like have never seen American Hustle, it's Christian Bale and Amy Adams are con artists who commit various like scams and then essentially get caught by this FBI guy, Bradley Cooper, who's this real scumbag, Richie DeMasso, who like forces them for some kind of elaborate sting operation to catch a lot of people. And then, yeah, Jeremy Renner's kind of a corrupt mayor, but he's really is sort of looking out for yeah, his his city, and some people are... Some of the people they catch are like Jeremy Renner, and some of them are bad, but it does build to this thing where, like... um, Yeah, this, the thing I like about it is there's a point where 
in order in order for this final scam that they're pulling off on the the FBI guys, like he com- confesses to like Jeremy Renner, who he's been bonding with throughout the film. And Jeremy Renner is just wounded, and it becomes a thing where ultimately they pull, they steal a bunch of money from the FBI because this person they've been working with, with who's supposedly his wire man is actually been like one of their con artist friends all along and was even in an earlier scene hosting a party, which is something where I'm like, uh, yeah. I mean, that part I didn't like as much. I'm like, okay, I, I get it. Clever, cute, but just kind of the idea of they pull off this scam, scam and they get it, and Chris, but Christian Bale is always just going to kind of be haunted by the fact that even though he got... Jeremy Renner gets off relatively light because they essentially use this missing money to hold it for ransom to get him like a better deal the idea that like this friendship has been like lost is something that's going to like haunt him forever is something i find like Mm -hmm. compelling and then the idea that like bradley cooper goes to all this like trouble and then ultimately in the end doesn't even get any of the credit is like removed and forced to just stand there while the people who were like well this will never work just like kind of took all the glory in this. Like, it's also something that I find, like, compelling there. Um, and... Alright, here's my feeling on it. So, in the movie, they say, we gotta get one over on these guys. It's gotta be the best we've ever done. And then the end is, we did it. We got one over on these guys. It was the best we've ever done. The end. We all live happily ever after. Too bad I'm not friends with that guy anymore. I'm sad. He's gonna be haunted <laughs> forever, Shane. <laughs> yeah, but it's sort yeah. of just, like, thrown off. <laughs> yeah. It also is, like, I I can, like, half agree. Because, uh, like, I feel like they do, like, a decent chunk to, like, try and strengthen um, Renner's and um, uh, Christian Bale's, like, relationship. But, like, it's always really weird because, like, Christian Bale's character is kind of, like, an eternal sleazeball. So, like, you never really know when he's being genuine. He has, like, he has pretty much... He practically has two wives, you know? Like, I, I, like it's very hard to tell, like, does he actually even care about Renner? Sounds like you're just jealous he that he has two wives. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have one. Uh, but I... Yeah. Now, I can... I can see both... Both your, uh... Your perspectives on that. Yeah, I would say that like, I like the ending because it means it was over. Um, <laughs> I agree with that. You got me there. By that logic, I, all endings are good. <laughs> Just well, what if I want the movie to keep going on? Though? Exactly. <laughs> oh, but yeah, um, yeah. I, I think any of the problems that I have with the ending are probably. They're probably just more downstream from like problems I had with the earlier movie. I think the ending is is fine. Um, it's one of those. I think a problem with the ending might be it, it's kind of like I said downstream from like the main thing is that like there's always so many twists and turns that like by the end I was like oh okay I guess this is the last twist and the last turn there wasn't really any indication that this was the last twist and the last turn but I guess this is the last one like it kind of just felt like a it kind of felt like a loop-de-loop that just kept on looping and then just plat uh like kind of flattened out other than like ending on like a big a big sort of thing 
Yeah, that's fair. I'll say another thing I like about the ending is, because again, I find a lot of, like, the middle of this film, like, impossible to latch onto, and at least, like, the ending, there's, like, a definitive thing they're working towards, but where I'm like, okay, I can be a bit more engaged with what's going on and with these performances. Um, yeah. But before we move on, I think we do have to talk about the science ovens. <laughs> Mr. Expert? Just... Don't put metal in the science oven. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Jeremy Renner uh, gets uh, Christian Bale a microwave oven, aka a science oven, as a gift. Uh, gives him one rule, don't put metal in it. Uh, Jeffrey Lawrence puts metal in the science oven. Chaos ensues. Yeah, uh, to be fair. Starts a fire. He gets to be mad fa- Yeah, To be fair, I hear that those ovens suck out all the nutrients, so I wouldn't have used one anyway. That's that's true. That's true. Oh, and apparently the film originally began as a screenplay that was titled American Bullshit, which... <laughs> Funnier <laughs> title, I think. Should have kept it more accurate. <laughs> this is some American bullshit. That was also the alternate title for Don John. Yeah. Well... <laughs> Well, that seems about as good as a segue as any to Don John, so I can, so I'll not mention that filming on this film was happened in Boston, but was put on hold in the aftermath of the Boston Marathon bombings. Oh Jesus! <laughs> Anyways, Don John time. Yeah. Listen, yeah. I my porn. Um, let's head over to Joycey. <laughs> Listen, Don John, Don Gone got me. Honestly, I loved this movie. <laughs> I like I can't I don't know why. The more I've sat on it, the more I adore it. We're gonna make um, you explain this, cause like you're not the first absolutely. person I know who's like Don John's um, great, but I'm like I just listen, find that insufferable. Don John You know how spectacular now it feels like it's kind of going to be like a commentary on like alcoholism, but then it kinda drops it for a little bit and like it really does an unsatisfying job. IMO. Do do you kinda know what I mean when I say that? Yeah, are, are you going to say that Don John Don, did a good job? Don John did an excellent job of being a porn addiction, us, like, commentary, I think. Um, I, like, I like this movie. I like its message. I think it is, I like its style. I think that J, uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, like, has a surprisingly, like, like, it feels very unique. I like everything about it. I like the characters. I like how his friend, his one friend, um, I think it's Bobby, and his one sister, they each have one scene, but from that one scene, they are, like, they are characterized so much better than, like, 90% of, like, the characters in Spectacular now. Um, well, or like, one of them is a character in Spectacular now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? Brie yeah. Larson, his sister, is oh, wow. uh, his ex-girlfriend in Spectacular now. I actually didn't realize that. But yeah, yeah, like they each get like one scene in Don John and like, I don't know. I feel like a problem that a lot of movies run into is that they have friends, but they don't act like friends. You're just told they're lifelong friends and you're just supposed to accept that even if they like treat each other like shit and like are really mean to each other. But like halfway through the movie, um, Rob Brown as Bobby like checks in on him in like a very genuine way. And I think that's incredibly sweet. And I think this movie has, like, a neat, um, I guess, like, kind of, I'm not sure if it's, if it's, uh, relatively unique or, like, special in that way, 
But, like, I think it has, like, a very nice message about, like, um, like, sort of porn and, like, the fantasy of it versus, like, a more grounded, realistic relationship. And, like, even, even in of ones of, like, a sexual nature. I am blown away by this movie. It is, um, like, really, really good. And then, like, um, sort of to talk about Brie Larson's character, uh, I think it's um, Monica Martello. Uh, it, she has a very similar scene where, like, she's just very, it's very genuine and, like, checking in and him him sort of telling, or her sort of telling uh, um, uh, Jason Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character, like, hey, like, she wasn't really good for you. And just, I don't know, everything about this movie, just from the the top down, is just charming and well executed within its bounds. I, I, I just... There's not much I dislike about this movie, I guess is a better way of putting it. Hmm. <laughs> so in theory, I like this film a lot. I'm just looking. You do? I pulled up my, in theory, I pulled up this thing. I, I'll say there is something I think that can be done with the concept. There's, uh, I am, I am, I do love, I do love maximalism. That idea of like the thing of just, a film that's doing like way too much and it's like, kind of all over the place, like, yeah, g- give that to me, but uh, here's another thing. Be- uh, yeah, Ben, you've seen Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, right? We've talked about this on the podcast. Yep. Uh, yeah, Shane, have you ever seen that, or any, like, Tina Fey comedy? What? Uh, not yet, no. Joseph Gordon-Levitt's New Jersey accent is, like, directly just, like, an Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt character. Like, it's... <laughs> <laughs> and you don't love it because of that? It's a serious dra- drama. He's like, hey, my porn. Hey, my porn. Like, in, just. What, I what, what I'm walking here. Like, <laughs> Listen, I, I think it works. I think it works. I love the, I love the confessional motif throughout the movie. I absolutely, I love all those scenes. Um, it's just, yeah, I. You brought that up to me like that was supposed to that was supposed to be a negative. I think that's a rounding positive. Okay, <laughs> um, he sounds like an unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt character. Brie Larson's scene is good, but also she's in a lot of scenes in the movie. She's just completely on her phone the whole time, which reads as oh, the ah oh, those millennials in their phones, you know. And then when she listen, does something, listen, she feels more like a cipher than a character. Like yes, yeah. listen. Comedy is like a mirror it holds up against the world, you know? It's exaggeration, you know? So her being on her phone, that's just an exaggeration, you know? Same with, like, the dad being, like, really verbose. and He's exaggerated, you know? He loves TiVo. He loves TiVo. He knows what TiVo is, and he loves it. <laughs> he loves TiVo. I have I, he loves TiVo in my notes. I forgot about that, but that's like awesome. That Look, all respect like, to Tony Dads. I've seen a lot of Who's the Boss. I watched the show where he he's like a corrupt cop and Josh Groban's a good cop and their father and son. Like, he's, he's got his moments. It's, hey. Hey, guess what? What? Guess what? No respect to Tony Dads. I didn't like any of the family stuff. I didn't like Brie Larson either. What are you all <laughs> talking about? It's a, Listen, the family stuff isn't the best. I would say the best. Oh, that's really tough. Uh, Julianne Moore has a good performance in this. Those are really good. Um, Yes, she's good. She's the one good performance. A tie between that and like the confessional scenes. Um, But I think the family's there. I think it's it has it serves a good purpose. 
Um, a big year for like actresses who are in Dear Evan Hansen. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to pretend I know which actors you're talking about and not embarrass myself again. Amy Adam Amy Adams plays the No, mother. don't tell me, don't tell me. I know, I know, I know. Okay, okay, okay. I swear. Don John is just Dear Evan Hansen for like Giga Chads like me. Um, it's a story about a, a flawed character that has to come to terms with like his own problems, you know, and like the the sort of destructive lifestyle he has. Yeah, I don't know. For me, the whole thing is just Joseph Gordon-Levitt being like, "Hey, you know, I got this important important message," and like, I I like J JGL. Like he, the walk is something where like he's also doing a silly voice the entire time, and that film like death devastates me in like cer- certain respects like it's he, he's a good actor like l- looper and stuff but yeah this is just a film where like and maybe it's because i'm watching going oh yeah i'm sure like i'll i'll enjoy this or whatever but it's just stuff like how he somehow is like a man man who's a man in like the 2010s addicted to pornography who is both unaware of the concepts of both one you can get the internet on your phone for this stuff, and two, internet search history? Like... <laughs> <laughs> Listen, he's not a perfect guy. <laughs> okay, here's my main problem with Don John, is that when you hear someone describe all this stuff to you, like, oh yeah, Joseph Gordon-Levitt uh, wrote, uh, directed and starred in this film where he's like this New Jersey guy with a porn addiction and like all this crazy stuff it sounds like weird and bizarre but you watch it it's just kind of boring and uninteresting somehow listen this is this is gonna listen maybe when you grow up you get more of a matured palate <laughs> i'm <laughs> no, older than you movies like this you know well 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 it, it ages like a fine wine you know <laughs> Yeah, and then you'll grow up more and go, no, I had it right the first time. I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I I respect that. This movie, I don't know what it is. It, it, it strung a certain chord with me. You're like, I have a body, I have a pad, I have a ride, I have a family, I have a church, I have boys, I have girls, I have porn. Like, you're related to all it. all those things. Exactly, you know? Um, oh... <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I, the, um, the kiss is, like, good, but it is almost, like, it is almost completely separate from the movie, honestly. It's really um, funny they went with, uh, yeah, Scarlett Johansson kiss for the nomination. Yeah. It's, like, Can, the, it's, like, in a movie theater, yeah. and it does, like, it, like, rotates around them. It's, like, it's pretty flashy. What are the movies um, playing at that theater, Ben? Just... Oh, I didn't write them down, but I remember they were so I have them funny. written down, I have them written They're down. They're so funny. Oh, good. <laughs> okay. So hard, so fast, 3D. And the tagline is, so far, so good, until now. Starring Bruce Blackstone and Kelly Valetti. And then the rom-com is, a special someone. Love could be just around the corner. It's just starring the vow. Connor Vero and Emily Lombardo. Oh, it's just the vow. <laughs> oh, it was. Oh man. Yeah. This movie. Listen, I think if this movie was like thirty minutes longer, it would be awful. I would probably be saying it's crap. But it's it's a clean ninety minute. It's worth your watch. It worth your watching time. 
Weirdly, if this film was 30 minutes shorter, I might think it was good. <laughs> okay, from what I've gathered listening to this podcast, you just like things that are short, Ben. I, you I, watch things listen. on two times speed. Oh, yeah, I is. do. Listen, <laughs> the brevity, it never hurts anybody, you know? Um, like, I've never I've never walked away from a movie going, ah, oh, I wish that was longer. Uh, maybe I've done that like once, but way more often I've walked away from a movie going like, Jesus, did we really need that 20-minute segment where they just talked about Space Jam 2? Okay, thank you for saying that. This is uh, where we enter the Space Jam 2 uh, segment of the podcast. Surprise, everyone. <laughs> My favorite segment. Shane, what did you think uh, of that movie again? <laughs> uh, I think it's uh, bad. It's not as dumb as I want it to be. <laughs> That's Somehow. So it's a very dumb exact... movie, but it's not dumb enough. So literally what you feel about this movie... <laughs> Kind you know, of, yeah. That's that is a criticism I can a hundred percent respect and agree with. Don John is the Space Jam two of porn addiction movies. I, well, if you say that like Space Jam two isn't a porn addiction movie, but okay, we'll just leave that there. I'll say this: Don John would be better if he did a rap part way through. Just. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say Don John would be better if Bugs Bunny showed up. It would be better if Bugs Bunny showed up, that too. I mean, yeah, that would be like the best idea. It's like, eh, what's oh, up, man. Doc? What's on my computer there? What's this history? Oh, just... uh-huh. <laughs> oh man, but um, yeah, we've all we've all made our case for Don John. We've all done this. It's all up to the viewers to decide. <laughs> do you do you think Don John is great? It's the next um, Sin City, or do you think it's bad? It's the next parts of Sin City that weren't as good. <laughs> yeah, that's a good thing for it. Um, but yeah, Joseph Gordon Levitt. What'll he do next? You know. Yeah. What all he hit record on now? He actually. I mean, actually, he's done. Rest some in peace, Mister Corman. Yeah. Oh, yeah. His like Apple show. I, I didn't watch that one. I. Yeah, I don't get Apple TV Plus. I didn't watch it either. I get Apple TV Plus, and now I'm like, wait, I'm like, Ted Lasso ended, and I haven't been watching anything else on there. I haven't even to start Dickinson or Mister Corman, or should probably cancel my subscription before they. Keep charging me six bucks a month for it. <laughs> From what I've gathered, Corman is bad according to most people, but Ben, maybe you'll like it. <laughs> <laughs> I might. I mean, it's the next thing he's directed after Don John. Yeah, he also. I'll, I'll give it a chance. Yeah. Oh, there was something where, like. Mario was making out with Princess Peach. I feel that was something I saw from Mr. Corman. It was yeah, like it sounds escape. insane. But <laughs> That's awesome. It also seems to have the problem where it's dumb but not dumb enough from why He's gather. a public school teacher in the San Fernando Valley? <laughs> That's not New Jersey. Uh, listen, I'm... you gotta you have to learn to love movies for as dumb as they are, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but something that I did not do with uh, Spectacular Now. Oh, yeah. So the... yeah. Oh, yeah, we're covering five movies. Yeah, we got one more. I, I'm sad we have to end on, on this one, because, like, boy, howdy, I did not like this one at all. Um, 
like oh, yeah. man, like I, I really wanted it to get good you know i think halfway through my notes <laughs> halfway through my notes i think i wrote more like the mediocre now and then i think you dm this to me yeah and then i think and then i think i dm'd you i think later on i was like more like the stupid tacular lame <laughs> it wasn't that clever i think i just i mean that, and that wasn't uh, that to start with yeah you okay, s- i think out of the three of us i am the most positive on this but you know i do have a lot of misgivings with it it really falls apart near the end it, oh no it was the stupid i don't really like it all that much but it is it, it's got some juice yeah, you said this is like a two and a half stars for you, but kind of in like a soft, positive way. You like the, yeah, yeah, like sort of how, like how you feel about American Hustle. Okay, yeah, this is a one. It's it's based on a book, and apparently the book the book sounds like maybe something so, something that might be more interesting because it has like a similar. Ending of the book's more explicit in, no, nah, he's not going to get his life together. Like, he's, yeah, he, like this, like, he, he everything's going to go terribly for him, which, you know, maybe doesn't make for a good movie, but it's maybe more I interesting. Think, I think it Wait, a good movie. before we go any further, everyone sound the alarm because we're going Woodley mode. Oh, yeah, Woodley mode. And I sent you Woodley mode. And and if you want to play something else, we've also got Kyle Chandler oh. too. <laughs> uh. Yeah, Shay Shailene Woodley, whose husband has been in the news lately. Um, just well, why? What do you do? <laughs> yeah, um, Aaron, yeah, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> he just uh, I know. Yeah, yeah. I'm real. Uh, ben Shailene's Shailene Woodley's husband is the NFL guy who. Has not been able to play games because, like, he hasn't been vaccinated, and he supposedly has medical reasons for it. But has also, uh, been... I think they're just engaged. I don't think they're married yet. Oh yeah, I might okay. be wrong though. Oh yeah, they might just be engaged. But, <laughs> but he's been doing the Joe Rogan horse whatever like steroid oh, yeah. treatment. Ivermectin. <laughs> Ivermectin. He's, he's gonna be he's gonna be in the Med Bay Packers. And that's the only time we'll have to talk about anti-vaxxers while covering this film. <laughs> Look, I'm not saying what? Dumas is a good source of information, but I did see a Dumas thing that claimed that Miles Teller showed a vax huh? card to get into a sports game. Well, of course, he's he believes in vaccinations, he got vaccinated, he has a vax card, that makes complete sense. Yeah, he, he definitely didn't have to like leave a project or get into the hospitalized over stuff. Huh? What? Oh huh? man! What a spectacular cast! Yeah, yeah. Sh- Shailene Woodley, an interesting thing, because like for a moment it seemed like she was going to have a similar trajectory to Jennifer Lawrence, where she'd also have the big YA franchise and then like get some acclaimed roles and then. Did, did not really pan out of out at all. Like, she gets the fault in our stars next year, which we'll talk about. But then she also got cut out of Amazing Spider-Man Two in her role as Mary Jane Watson. And then has she really been? And then yeah, I'm not sure what she's really been. Oh, she was in 
the Mauritanian this year. Oh no, Big Little Lies, she was good in that. Yeah, I watched that. It's... And Miles Teller, another person who seemed like he would have a bigger career than he's kind of had at this point, but... Yeah, because, like, it's weird that, like, I recognize his face, but, like, it's mainly just from the Fantastic Four and then also Whiplash. You didn't see <laughs> War Dogs? I did not see War Dogs. I want to, though. I will give it a watch. Maybe if, maybe if Miles Teller and Jonah Hill kissed once or twice. Yeah. Maybe they could. No way, I don't think they kissed in War Dogs, but... Oh. Uh, do you know if Jonah Hill comes up at all in any of these upcoming best um, kiss? I don't think he's the subject of any of the kisses. I'm trying to think. If he's in. He's not in any. He's not a pick perfect guy. I don't no, think so. I know, no, he's I know not. Evan Hansen is. Yeah. Is he in an interview? He's. Herb he's, neighbors are one of those. No, he's he's weirdly not. I think. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. We talk about like two of his most common collaborators, like. He did this yeah. as the end, like, in the year we're kind of, like, covering with both yeah. Seth Rogen and, also, and James Franco. Like, Yeah, and he also was in Wolf of Wall Street as well. Yeah. Which was another big one this year. Um, we don't cover Neighbors 2, but his sister Beanie Feldstein is in Neighbors 2. That's, like, close to. Just, oh, that's pretty close. Uh, yeah, I'm uh. gonna... Yeah, oh man, what a shame that we never had to talk about Jonah Hill, like, the, at least not, not after, yeah. this time around. Jeez. We'll have a, we'll have a Jonah Hill episode. <laughs> Most choice, that's only Jonah Hill. <laughs> it's all Jonah Hill performance, it's like, 20, <laughs> 21 Jump Street could have got a nomination somewhere. He had yeah, a cameo yeah. in Django Unchained as Baghead number two. He did. <laughs> That's a funny scene. I don't know if we talked about it last time. I guess I'll know when I'm editing it, but uh, yeah. that might be fun. That might be funny enough. I put in a little a little editor's note right in the middle of our really serious conversation. <laughs> editor's note: Jonah Hill is in this. Just in <laughs> this will be relevant in a later episode. <laughs> oh yeah, you'll see. Yeah, um, spectacular. Now is just. It's, it's weird. It's just boring and like not like you have Bob Odenkirk and you don't use him for anything. Use him in one scene. Like he's very good in well two scenes and he's very good in them. He's very good in them. Yeah. Yeah. Kyle um, Chandler in this one too. For the, like, yeah. I don't. I don't know. Okay. Like we have Kyle Chandler too. You know, yeah. as you know, as the one and only um, Don John Stan. I do often. Have to you know make sure that I'm a sane person, you know, and I am actually experiencing reality in the same way you guys are. Did you guys like just not like the protagonist in any way, shape, or form? Like even in like that same, in the, even in like the you're not supposed to kind of way. Yeah, no, Miles. Uh, I, I thought it was a good performance. It's I a do good think performance. Miles is kind of I, good in this. I think of yeah. It's one of those things where I think I think you're right, just by virtue of like I didn't like him at all. And I'm assuming that's the point. Yeah, it's an interesting thing because he's kind of a manic pixie dream boy. Like, if the movie had any idea of how to, like, deconstruct that archetype in an intentional way. But he's this guy who, like, lives in the moment and meets this girl and is very informative. The only thing is, like, he's the protagonist and in theory we're supposed to care about him, but it's, like, hard to. Well, yeah, but... 
he's a man pixie dream boy who's also like very clearly like kind of a piece of shit like yeah you know, well yeah yeah well duh <laughs> he's a man like yeah yeah it's really tough because like it's like watching this movie and like watching like him do things it's like it's like if someone stabbed me in the side and i went ow that hurts and he, they go yeah that's the point that's how I felt with his with his performance, where it was like I feel it was all very intentional, but I still didn't have a good time. Yeah, um, I'll say, which one of you? Oh, Shane. Yeah, you messaged me when Shailene Woodley gets hit by, by like a truck, right? Like, uh, yes, it came out of nowhere. It terrified me. Uh, it truly like threw me off. Oh, yeah. the. That when she gets hit by, like, she gets, like, sidewinded by a car. <laughs> yeah, he forces her out of the car because he's mad for some silly reason. She just gets totally flattened. Yeah, and you know she's in a lot of pain because she has a small arm cast the next day. Yes! <laughs> Which, like, I didn't even notice. I thought she was totally fine in the next scene. <laughs> like, when you compare the crash to the damages, it oh. makes no sense. <laughs> Listen, you know this character almost died because they're walking with a limp in the next scene. <laughs> Maybe they even have a little ice pack on their head. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, um, oh, sorry. But yeah, but yeah going kind of like to the pro- protagonist, this is kind of, and like in our last ep- episode there, as I kind of men- mentioned, it's interesting that we do this and like Perks of Being a Wallflower, which is. I think similar in having, like, a protagonist who does some kind of, like, shitty things, but, like, the person being a wallflower guy, like, it's, at least, like, you can kind of connect with him. Miles Teller is just, like, get your shit together, dude. Yeah, and, like, it's one of those things, like, in the same way that Shane um, wishes Don John was stupider, I wish this movie was just, like, it could have just gone further and been, like, even darker and more awful. He could have been a worse person, but he's, like, he's just kind of, like, He's weirdly just kind of, like, tongue-in-cheek bad. Like, he's, like, Bojack Horseman light. Like, he's, he's, he's he does, like, bad things, but, like... Oh, there, there's one of these things... There's, like, a scene in, like, the end of the movie that was, like, really lame. When, like, his mom is like, You're a good person. Remember all those times you, like, helped carry that kid's books? And it's just, yeah. like... I, I don't know, like... Maybe that's supposed to be, like, a really neat subversive scene where, like, he's a bad person and, like, he needs to be told he's good. But, like, it just felt like them trying to be like, no, this person's just, like, a little misunderstood, but they're still a good person. We're not going to show you them being a good person, but we'll we'll have his mom tell you that. Yeah, that's in the back half of the movie, and, like, all my problems I have with this film are in the back half. It kind of, like, really falls off for me. Yeah, I, I think that's also true for me, too. Yeah. I, I do like the kind of um, ambiguous and ending, like, it's, yeah. Uh, I'll say, I do like, you know, like, uh, goes and is drinking a bit, and I do kind of like the scene where, like, he's talking with Bob Odenkirk, and he's like, look, I can keep you on, I want to keep you on, you're, like, good, good at your job, but you can't keep, like, but you can't come to work drunk again, and I do like that he has enough self-awareness to go, I can't promise you that, but, like, he kind of just leaves like i thought that was an interesting subversion where some films mm-hmm. might try and make it and then by that point from that moment on he gets his track there and that's I, that's good yeah 
And I like that their breakup is literally just a, like, he's like an asshole who doesn't come to, like, see her at, like, the bus, and then, but then it still ends with him, like, driving off to, like, see her, and she smiles at first, but then in the end, it was a more neutral expression. Kind of a graduate ending, if, except, uh, Yeah, I think, well, I think the best way to do this is to keep it ambiguous, but also, like, any energy that the movie had, like, early on is lost near the end, so even though I like the ending in theory, it's just sort of, I'm just not engaged. Yeah. I like Mary yeah. Elizabeth Winstead in this. Like, it's his sister? Um. Yeah, I think she's good for what she's in it for. Yeah. yeah. I think the best way I can describe it is that this movie and and uh, and Don John are the same length, but one of them feels significantly longer. Um, yeah. I'll say Brie I'll Larson let, has more to do in <laughs> this one. I agree with that too. Um, I, I think they both feel longer than they are. <laughs> both of them are like two hour long, ninety minute movies. <laughs> I wish Don John was two hours. <laughs> yeah, <You're> sicko. <laughs> yeah, more more scenes of him like, yeah, watching porn at school or whatever. Just exactly. <laughs> Oh, Shannon, you were worried you were going to yell at him. You've been fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm angry on the inside. <laughs> oh. Well, that's just being an adult. Exactly. <laughs> Welcome to the club. You'll Every year you'll like Don John 1% more. <laughs> <Yeah>. this, is, <laughs> this is a podcast about adulthood. <laughs> Damn it, this would have been a good way to move on to our movie ranks, but we forgot to talk about the kiss in this movie. Uh, <laughs> oh, the kiss is great. This is a really good kiss. Which um, which kiss is it? Because there's a decent chunk of kisses in this movie. Uh, I think it's the one like after like the lake party. No, okay, yeah. that's the one that I thought it was too. No, that's a really good kiss. I, I like yeah. it a lot. Fantastic kiss. Yeah. Oh man, no, it's uh, yeah, I yeah, no much. What what do you think of the kiss, Kenny? Yeah, I yeah I think it's a good good kiss. Like it's, you, you know, it's a nice moment for him. As much as like, I'm not a huge fan of their rela- relationship in that, but yeah, yeah. You, you know, you don't have to have a good relationship to have a good kiss, which might yeah. be the opposite of why I'm like, why did they pick Scarlett Johansson for the like Don John one? But yeah, exactly. Think I I was about to say because I feel like we forgot to even mention it was Scarlett Johansson, but yeah. Um, she also plays like a really neat character in Don John as well. Yeah, who also has like a bad accent. Mm. It's yeah. Listen, <laughs> they're doing their best. <laughs> yeah, yeah. With that, we can probably get into our movie rankings, unless someone has anything else interesting to say about the spectacular. Now, yeah, I think all the rest of my notes are just really negative. And we're like, we're when I was just finishing up the movie. <laughs> <laughs> this movie spends so much time to say nothing. <laughs> Fucking Don John oozes with character. <laughs> you are insane. You are a maniac. And then I have better. <laughs> Why do you think this? <laughs> and then, and then in my notes, I have better call Saul guy. Um, we got it. We got three of the Novas, which is a reference to. I'm a character Bob Odenkirk plays in yeah. the sketch comedy show. I think you should leave. Yeah. 
And then I think that is the end of my notes. <laughs> got three of the notes. <laughs> got oh, I just I just got I can confirm. We got three of the three of the notes now. Triples, triples, yeah. Um. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, who wants to go first with their movie rankings? Uh, 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 oh, I can go first. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, you're the guest. All right. Uh, number one, Spring Breakers. Uh, number two, Where the Millers. Number three, Spectacular Now. That's right. <laughs> Come at me, Ben. <laughs> uh, number four, American Hustle. Number five, Don John. That's right. Ooh, Come at me, Ben. <laughs> oh, I'm editing, so I can add so many more boos on top of this. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. You're going to run me out of podcasting. <laughs> I'll never be able to record in this town uh. again. <laughs> Oh man, but yeah, um, yeah. I think we can. We usually do it from from bottom top, but I, I think you have also were, done from top to bottom before, Ben. I've and been, I've gone. Yeah, I have. Oh, interesting. And to, and to and to keep with that thing, I I because I think I probably love my top as much as I hate the bottom of this list. Um, so right at the top, we got Don John, baby. It's an amazing movie. It doesn't waste your time. Joseph Gordon-Levitt's uh, freaking debut, and it he comes out swinging. Um, and then he comes out swinging. Exactly. That's the tagline. <laughs> <laughs> this movie God. writes itself, and I think it might have. No, isn't that tagline like everyone loves a happy ending? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And then right below that, I would put We're the Millers. Uh, right in the middle, Spring Breakers, and then American Hustle, and then Spectacular now at the bottom. Yeah. Um, I'm, All right. I'm going to go bottom to top because I'm compulsive wow. like this. Wow. <laughs> Look, it's called order. Um, yeah, Don You're John doing I... the opposite of what we both did. That's not order. Uh, Look, it's called so chaos. <laughs> okay, Don John at the bottom. Like, yeah, I... Fuck yeah. I can't so Finally that. sanity. Yeah, I'm definitely not going to edit this so you all have Don John at the top. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> this is the most we've disagreed on a film, I think. Oh um, uh, yeah. Spectacular <laughs> now up slightly above slightly above that. Um, then, Amer then American Hustle. And then We're the Millers. And then Spring Breakers. What a collection of films. Just This yeah. What a weird week. Yeah. And then and yeah, and now we uh we rank our kisses. Alright. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna do mine from top to bottom. Fuck. <laughs> no, go ahead, go ahead. Number number one, spectacular now. Number two, where the millers. Number three, Spring Breakers. Number four, Don John. Number five, American Hustle. <laughs> I am going to do mine from the middle outward. So right in the middle at spot third, so three, we have Don John. In fourth... You just wanted to say Don John first. <laughs> exactly. In fourth, we have Spectacular Now. In second, we have Spring Breakers. And then, at dead last, we have American Hustle with We're the Millers at number one. Wow. 
That's going to be so hard for people to comprehend. <laughs> yeah. I thought you were just going to go three to f- three through five and then do one and two anyway. No, nah, okay. it was three, four, two, five, one. <laughs> All right. So, Kenny, would you like to apply the Fibonacci sequence to your ordering? <laughs> <laughs> so, in a position that someone called the bottom, we have, oh yeah, what? Yeah, probably the American Hustle Kiss. Yeah, it like just like a nothing kiss. Like it's, well, yeah. Jam- Jennifer Lawrence and Amy Adams have both had way better kisses in other years in this film, and it's like yeah, definitely the weakest Lawrence nomination. Um, of other three, above yeah, above that we got the yeah. Um. Hmm. This this is tough because again as as much as uh, I'll say this is like a pretty solid year for kisses other than the American Hustle one even if like the movie quality varies but so yeah so above Hustle at the bottom yeah I guess Spr- Spring Breakers it's you know it's fine not the best three way kiss that we've covered um though still probably better than the Starsky and Hutch one yeah. Above, above that, Don John. Um, Interesting. Yeah, movie theater kiss, sure. Yeah, it's good. I, I heavily dislike the soundtrack in that scene. I honestly don't remember the soundtrack like, in that scene. I forgot to mention this when we were talking about the kiss earlier, but it is very much like they just walked out of the rom-com. It's very much going for like a rom-com sort of thing. Like, big sweeping camera movements. Like, big soaring score. Yeah, and those do well here. Um, well, usually... But, yeah. But yeah, I can But see. I think it's a bad version of it. <laughs> yeah, and then above that, yeah. In S- Spectacular Now, with We're the Millers, I'll also, like, go, go there. Though I... Though I, like... Though I do appreciate you, Shane, having Spectacular Now in, in like, one. Like... I'll say it is a good kiss. That's... Why does no one agree with me? That's a good kiss. It's a good kiss, but... I shouldn't have well, to argue this. I don't think I'll ever watch that kiss again, and I might watch the We're the Millers kiss scene again. It's... Well, yeah, it's a good scene. <laughs> yeah, it's... Um... I'm not arguing against We're the Millers. It's my number two. Yeah, that's the thing. You're, you're, you're like... You're acting like you're spectacular now. It's just like... Off, off of the bottom somewhere, but that's a good kiss. So yeah, that's 2014, a wild year, and now we've come to recommendation if, of the week. Well, before we get into that, if the kiss from the end of Where the Millers was nominated, that probably would be my number one. Yeah. I can but, agree with that, you know? We disagree on Don John, but I think we can agree on that. Yeah. We can come, yeah. We can all come together on like where the Millers ending kiss being better than any of the ones like nominated here. <laughs> Listed, um, yeah, yeah, I can agree. With that. Will Poulter bridges aisles. <laughs> yeah, God, um, but yeah. So now we're on to recommendation of the week, where we, everyone will take turns recommending whatever they want. Um, Shane, you're the guest. You want to start? <laughs> Alright, so uh, I considered doing uh, preparation for this bit because I listened to the show and knew what was coming. However, I did not uh, purposely, kind of, 
kind of purposely. I just couldn't really think of anything, so I'll just say things I like. Uh, check out uh, The Wolf House or La Casa Lobo. It's a, uh, it's a claymation, well, not claymation, stop motion film. Uh, it's basically stop motion horror film uh, filmed like in like multiple rooms using every part of the room, walls, like sculptures within the room, like this insane sort of, not technically, well, it is multi sort of multimedia thing that like tells this like interesting story about like trauma and like propaganda weirdly it's just check it out i i don't want to go too into it uh also uh check out uh what else can i recommend uh oh an animator i like uh journey phillips uh animated the film wasteland a uh, great film has a new film coming out card called uh Barbara Westchester. Uh, I think it's premiering on her Patreon first. So if that sounds interesting to you, check out her stuff. Uh, may subscribe to the Patreon. Uh, other than that, uh, I'll just start recommending concepts. Uh, I like comics. Comics are good. Uh, I like the state of Maine, where I'm from. Check out Maine. Hashtag Maine. Uh, get it trending. Uh, that's all. Oh, and drink Moxie. <laughs> I liked all those recommendations. <laughs> yeah. What do you got this week, Ben? This week, um, so I'm currently, I finished my Weezer tier list for now, and I'm sort of going through and doing scoring of it. Um, so I think I will recommend what is looking to be, and I think is probably my highest rated album, which would be um, Maladroit, or Malad- Maladroit? How do you pronounce it? Maladroit, yeah. If you had some Ratitude, I would have... We- I think Gratitude did not, um, I don't you... think, I, if I can if I can bring up the the distribution. I, I, I think, remember as a point where you're like, Gratitude's good, and I'm like, get out. I think, just... I think okay, so Gratitude, is, the problem with Gratitude is that it has a lot of like, it has a lot of A minuses, but it also has a good chunk of D pluses. So it sort of balances out, whereas like, um, Malatroit has like, it's just a pretty even good spread. And like very little things that fall below, like the before fall below, like the uh, the good, like the average, like the zero, you know. Okay. Yeah. Weezer sucks. <laughs> I maybe. You are a guest here. <laughs> Just, no, Weezer sucks. Look, not everyone uh, is sophisticated. I, I forgot to, to I forgot to say this, but check out they might be giants. Good band, <laughs> better than wow. Weezer. Weezer sucks. Poops on Weezer and Don John. He's just trying to get under our skins. He's just a contrarian. No, I agree with him on <laughs> I'm Don taking John. Controversial <laughs> opinion. You're on your own on Don John. Um, uh, yeah. Okay. So, oh, what am I gonna recommend this week? It's. Um, I will be the only Donathan Jonathan Stan. I'm going to recommend a trailer for a movie that's coming out um, in limited release this month, wide release Christmas Day, called Licorice Pizza. It is directed by oh. Paul Thomas Anderson, who did yeah, who did like the yeah the Master, which is a great movie with Amy a uh, great Amy Adams performance, and yeah he yeah directed like Fan- Phantom Fred. There will be blood like. Boogie Nights, all that, all that stuff in. This looks like a this looks like a coming of age film. Has Alana Hyam? Yeah, Is that how you say it? Like from the band Hyam? Just 
gonna assume that's right. Um, Cooper Cooper Hoffman, son of deceased actor, yeah, Philip Seymour Hoffman, who was in in a Hunger Games, but probably not the one we covered. And it uses David Bowie's life on Mars, which is usually a good thing for me with trailers. And I've I've watched this trailer a lot of times. It is great, and yeah, I'll. I'll back up Shane's, like, thing that co about comics. Comics are good. I like reading them. Um, I should do more specific comic recommendations sometimes. Comics are bad. My hands are so much stronger than them. <laughs> Read them digitally. Get, like, a app or something, man. My hands are stronger than this phone watch. Smashed. Wow. Do comics have an answer? <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh yeah, we'll have plenty of time to get into co comics next week. But ooh, that reminds me. There's a Twitter account I like, Out of Context Spider-Man, which is just random Spider-Man <laughs> panels from across his history. I don't think I've I've plugged this before, but like, if you like looking at like goofy out of context panels, then yeah, that one. And uh, if we're plugging Twitter accounts, uh, check out uh, Mondo mascots. They they just post uh, images of various Japanese mascots. It's very good. That does sound good. Okay, no contact yeah, Spider Man. It's the yeah, it's the account. Um, but yeah, and that should bring us to the end. Uh, Shane, thanks for coming on. Like I'm very glad that we kept this podcast going long enough to finally get you uh, on here like it's yeah. yeah i'm proud of you <laughs> yeah and you're great i hope you yeah come back anytime for like where wherever we go next um do you have anything you want to okay. plug at this time uh I'm on Twitter. Don't follow me. I'll yell at you. Uh, I'm on Letterboxd. You can follow me there. I'm a nerdy cannon on Letterboxd. Uh, yeah. I like how you bring up your Twitter and I'm just like, don't follow me on that. Um. <laughs> I, I don't have much going on. I'm just going to say everything I can and what you can and cannot follow me on. Yeah. Uh, ben, what, what do you got? Um, yeah, I have my Twitter that you can follow. I also don't really say anything important on there, um, but it is at uh, FootAlby, and then I have my Instagram, which is uh, Not2Pens, and those are my two major social medias. Okay, yeah, right. Um, yeah, I am on Twitter, and you can follow me there at LikeAWolverine. My most recent tweet was asking Obama if he saw the hangover while he was president. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yes, this resulted uh, from a conversation that was had in a. What side were you on? In, what side were you on in that argument? Do you think he saw uh, I, it? Yeah, I, I think he saw it. He definitely saw it. <laughs> Great. Yeah, that's all I need to hear. Um, and then yeah, you can follow me also on Letterbox at also at like a Wolverine. And you can follow the show on Twitter at Gold Popcorn Pod. Yeah. You can email us at pastagoldenpopcorn at gmail.com. Our artwork is by Matt Samar. No, Ben, I always do this now. Ever since I started plugging that Ben did the art. <laughs> Our theme song is by Matt, Matt Samard. 
he'd probably liked on John, and as Ben knows, that's kind of an insult. No, no, wait, no, that doesn't make sense. Ben has decent taste. Um, hmm. I love you, Maddie. Come on the show sometime. But yeah, we're we're on friendlymush.com being hosted. If you like the show, rate, review, subscribe. Um, yeah, just just start up a fan fandom. I don't know. Um, and I guess all that's left to do is talk about where we're going next time. So, for be- for best kiss 2015, joy. We'll have a returning guest for that one, our old pal Ethan, and the nominees for that are, yeah, Emma Stone and Andrew Garfield, The Amazing Spider-Man Two. James Franco and Seth Rogen, The Interview. Rose Byrne and Halston Sage, Neighbors. Scarlett Johansson and Chris Evans, Captain America, The Winter Soldier. And The Winner. Shailene Woodley and Ansel Elgort, The Fault in Our Stars. Woodley Mode! Woodley Mode! Talking about Ansel Elgort, who definitely doesn't have anything against him that was... Only, yeah. like, buried because it was a pandemic and we were too exhausted to deal with it. <laughs> yeah. You're running to Ansel Elgort at La Cologne. <laughs> yeah. Hey. God, I hope people know what we're talking about when we re- <laughs> reference this sketch. God. Um, yeah. Uh-huh. They don't need yeah. to. Or, I mean, uh, also, I'm sure if you Google Woodley mode, you can find out, but... Oh, yeah, look into uh, Please Don't Destroy. <laughs> I plugged them on, like, one of the episodes. It's, they're good. Yeah, they're great. I think I remember that. You did. Yeah. Um, yeah, and... Awesome. Just, just remember... Um, yeah. I'll keep passing that golden popcorn. Something... Yeah. Something I'm like, this will be our regular sign-off, and then I just kept forgetting to do it in favor <laughs> of, like, just remembers that never go anywhere. Um, just remember... Oh. Spring break! Woo! It's November. Spring break! A little late. Look at my shit. (laughs) Look at my shit. Uh, Bye. 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 Number one, Don John. So right at the top, we got Don John, baby. Don John.